Hello. Have you ever wanted a $30 bottle of water because poor people tap water is just not good enough? Have you ever wanted a $2,000 pizza because Domino's bleh, bleh, cardboard with cheese? Well, boy, do I have the, the TikTok for you. Um, that wasn't like a joke of like for you. I, anyways. I saw this TikTok on my For You page of this this person named Chef Bay, which sounds like if you were trying to come up with the most millennial-sounding um, chef name ever, I would think, Chef Bay. <laughs> and this is the TikTok. I, I, I summarized it for you. Celebrity client wants a $2,000 pizza appetizer for the dinner tonight. Let's go to Air One. Air One, by the way, is an insanely overpriced grocery store. We'll get into that in just a little bit. I grabbed some organic figs and the entire line of adaptogenic mushroom powders because why not? Organic almonds and sprouted gluten-free flour blends and two of the $30 Air One waters and then some oil. <laughs> so if you if you're wondering, okay, well what does a $2000 pizza look like? I bet I bet this would look like the most delicious pizza in the whole world. No, it looks like if you dropped a fucking Subway sandwich into a field of grass. I want to unpack today society's obsession with rich people and rich people on TikTok. Obviously, there's a lot that goes into it. You'd think we would, we would be annoyed by them so we wouldn't see them. But we just keep eating them up and eating their content up. So we'll get into that right after this quick break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So when I saw this video, I uh, I went to the comments immediately, and they were pleasantly equally as enraged as I was. There was uh, one of the top comments that I just saw a mother arrested for trying to steal baby formula for her toddler, which is very appropriate a very appropriate thing to say and compared to this absolutely like abhorrent display of wealth. Um, there's another one that says this is the type of stuff that got the French aristocrats murked. <laughs> I like that one. Um <laughs> someone commented, is the pizza in the room with us? Because if if you have eyes, you could see that that doesn't even look like a pizza. Looks like a, a salad on bread with like it looks like if you just emptied the fridge out onto some flatbread. But to back up from just this one TikTok, this is not like a, a new thing it, like the chef bay isn't the first person on the internet to be like flexing what rich people have and i do want to say um this chef bay person is probably making a bag from these rich people and so like kudos to her on that like if you can scam them out of two thousand dollars go ahead like i'm sure she got like another two thousand dollars just to make the pizza but all that aside it is gross and i'm not just talking about the pizza because it does look like barf it's gross to see that we 
are in like some of the like crustiest economic times ever. It's not like this is 2016 where, you know, we can watch DJ Khaled flex like his fucking like gold plated like sea or jet ski and like move on with our day and like have a little chuckle. We are in times where like that person said, mothers are literally stealing baby formula because they can't afford it because there's inflation. We just came out of a pandemic, which a lot of people forgot, which ravaged a lot of people's personal finances. A lot of people aren't doing the best, okay? And on top of all of, all of that, billionaires are literally, like, the richest they've ever been. We almost have trillionaires. Tr- a trillion dollars. Uh, think about how much a billion dollars... Mm-mm-mm. Let's rerun, rerun. Think about how much, like, a million dollars is. That is enough for most people to live comfortably for the rest of their life. Then think of how many millions are in a billion. And then think about how many billions are in a trillion. And we almost have people that, like, one person, one little bald-head-ass bitch, Jeff Bezos, almost has a billion dollars. I mean, sorry, a trillion dollars. (laughs) It's, like, actually frying my brain. I can't even get my numbers straight. And... Seeing videos like this in, in these economic times in this economy is gross. It's really gross. So to dig into like more about this Chef Bay person, she um, has made like a ton of other videos where she's making like these meals for her celebrity clients. And she goes to a store called Erewhon. Now, I want to get into that because Erewhon, if you you've probably heard of it, it's like every celebrity's favorite grocery store and i'm gonna address i'm gonna address my bias here i go to erwan i go to erwan to get one thing in particular for the most part sometimes i get a little snack too sometimes i'm like do i want to try a five dollar chocolate bar that's probably gonna taste like cigarette ashes let's try it because i have no self-control the second i walk into a grocery store but i go there to get this really delicious crispy rice tuna sushi they deep fry the rice put the tuna on it's delicious. And I, the thing is, you can't really get any anywhere else, especially outside of LA. I don't even see crispy rice anywhere. But this that's not the point of this video. Me probably, like, dying of mercury poisoning from all the tuna that I eat is not the point of what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about is, like, we have normalized this shit. So, ew, I feel so gross. Me like, we literally need to stop normalizing. But... Okay, back to Erwan. Erwan is an insanely overpriced grocery store. It's an organic one, which seems to be uh, how these extremely expensive grocery stores get away with everything. There was this kind of shift in how we would perceive, like, expensive things, I feel. I feel like we used to look at, um, we would think of, like, what are, like, rich celebrities eating right now? And you'd probably think, like, a giant lamb roasted on a spit on a table with, like, gold covered apples and stuff and like two thousand dollar bottles of wine but it's a lot more kind of subtle than that because food that rich people are eating is for the most part like the crazy organic stuff which is insane because organic food should just be like available to everyone like It shouldn't be that if you can't afford to pay it, you get, like, pesticides and fucking worms in your food. But that is how society is now. 
These days you can't go anywhere on the internet without running into the most horrible takes. You know, your good old-fashioned homophobes, or your self-proclaimed alpha males who are writing two-page articles titled How to Score the Perfect Female in 10 Days. If you are just as sick of these outdated takes as we are, you will love our podcast, Outspoken, hosted by me, Sam Collins, and my incredible partner, Shannon. We are an LGBT couple who have seen it all, been called it all, and are ready to take on the never-ending world of outrageous online opinions. Each week, we bring you the most ridiculous videos, hot takes, and hellbent news we come across on the internet. So come laugh with us as we dismantle outdated ideologies and tear apart the most confident idiots on the internet on our podcast, Outspoken. You can follow and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are listening right now. We have, for example, I, when I'm in LA, around me is a food desert which is basically like there's no kind of quality places there's no places to get like quality food that isn't like either from a convenience store a drug store or a fast food restaurant okay there's like one grocery store near me and in that grocery store not saying that everything has to be organic but the organic pickings are very slim and that is in like a two mile radius around me okay there's very few things, but then you go along in LA, like Ventura Boulevard, which is like a very kind of like, it it borders where all the rich people homes are, or you go along, um, like you go throughout Beverly Hills, you're not going to find a Walmart, you're not going to find Ralph's, you're going to find Erewhon, you're going to find Whole Foods, these stores where they have healthy food. And I want to like specifically say there's nothing like actually wrong with like the food that they're eating. I'm sure a lot of the stuff that she put on the pizza was good. Like those reishi mushrooms. I don't know what that does. I'm sure it like freaking makes cleans out your bowels and makes you shit yourself or something in a good way. Not in like a Taco Bell way, which is what I shit myself in because I live in a food desert and end up just door dashing Taco Bell all the time. The problem is with this food is the price. And you know, with Erewhon, a lot of their food is, it's, like, coming from, like, these small specialty farms where, like, no one else makes it. Like, they have this honey that's $50. It's, like, this Manuka honey because it comes from, like, a special hive. Obviously, like, that's not something that you can just, like, massively farm. These, these bitches are, like, scooping the honey out of these, like, special New Zealand bees. So, like, that can't be as widespread as, like, say, a jar of honey and, like, the little bear, the cute little bottle from, like, the bee movie. So that's why I think that's part of the reason why some of it's so expensive. But obviously, there's no need for that for the most part. Like, $30 bottle of water? We are in the end times. We are literally in, like, the rapture. Like, <laughs> the way water is free, it literally comes from your tap, and I don't want to ever... I hate when people, like, literally try and make the argument, like, I don't trust that tap water. Unless you live in Flint, Michigan, where it actually has, like, lead in it. Shut up. Because I don't even care if it tastes like chlorine. Your water is still good. If, you, if we are lucky enough, for the most part, like, um, most of you guys are from North America, we are lucky enough to live in places where we have clean tap water. Drink that shit. You don't need to be, A, like, paying for water, and B, polluting the earth with plastic bottles. And obviously, sometimes that's not the easiest thing. You're, like, out and about. You don't have your little hydro flask. Like, you need to buy a bottle of water. Understandable. But anyways, th that's basically Erewhon. So celebrities love this place. It's like a, a celebrity hangout. I've seen so many celebrities just, like, going to pick up my sushi. Um, 
they like it's literally like a uh, it's weird it's it's like a cult almost um and people in LA, like especially like the rich ones, are very obsessed with it. They have like little air one water bottles and like tote bags, and they will go there and spend like fucking three hours. It's it's really insane. I go in there, I get my sushi, and I dip. But so that's that's basically why she's able to get the ingredients for a two thousand dollar pizza. Because if you went to Walmart, if you went to Ralph's, any any like normal grocery store, you probably wouldn't even be able to find ingredients to put $2,000 into a pizza. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think it's physically possible, but the thing is the, the way she makes her pizza so expensive is she adds these two things that blow my mind. She adds caviar, which is um, it's like fish eggs, but actually just tastes like seaweed or salt water. It's nasty. Let me just like say I've had it on one occasion at this like influencer event I was at. They were like handing out caviar, and I was like, I ate it. Meh. And I'm not just saying that. She's like, oh, I'm so humble. I tried caviar, but it was gross. No, it's genuinely fucking nasty. Um, people say it's like an acquired taste. And if you don't like it, acquire some taste. No, it's it's bad. Um, and then the other thing that she puts on this pizza is gold leaf. Gold leaf is just like very thin gold that you can like put on food to make it look gold. And it's real gold. In this case, it was 24 karat gold. Um, but here's the fun fact about gold leaf. It literally tastes like pennies and the human body cannot digest it, okay? So you're paying probably like $500 to put it on pizza just to shit it out. It's like corn, except corn actually tastes good and doesn't taste like pennies. So <laughs> back to back to Chef Bay and just this one example of like rich people flaunting and flexing online. The thing that like bothers me because I was I was reading the comments and someone commented your client wanted it to cost $2000, which was also my internal question i was like like that was their first concern they didn't like question what kind of pizza they just said they wanted to want it to be two thousand dollars and she replied makes it taste better and i know i can tell like in her videos she kind of like plays like the with like the tone of her videos it kind of dances around like how ridiculous the whole thing is how silly it is to be making a two thousand dollar pizza but at the same time she's very much on the side of these rich people like she's not if you are a celebrity chef you're not like cooking for them and then going back to like a studio apartment like she i'm sure miss chef bay is like well off herself so and also, no, it doesn't. It it does not make it taste better to be $2,000. Like, be for real. So that's kind of like, like, I think that is like her and her clients are just gross people, in my opinion. Sorry if that's a little harsh, but to, if, if you're going to do that, do that shit in private. That's basically what a lot of my kind of rage comes from. It's like, listen, if you're, if you're balling like that, if you have two thousand dollars to spend on pizza, do that shit in private. Like, why, why bring that onto? They're the, they're the fucking one percent for a reason because rich people like are in a position that is not fucking realistic for ninety nine percent of people, and it's annoying to see like 
people just throw money around like that when it's crazy how much two thousand dollars is and like means to people that is like some people's grocery budget for their entire family for like three months and then you're just scrolling through tiktok after like fucking cooking up canned beans for dinner and then you see this woman just make two thousand dollar pizzas it's gross it's disgusting and we'll get into more right for this quick break so i want to talk about like why this is like pissing me off so much and it's partly because when I was like, I want to say this was when I was 14 or 15, I I followed like a bunch of celebrities on Instagram. This was like in the baby days of Instagram. And it was like so crazy to see like uh, celebrities kind of dive into being influencers. And they were post- like Kylie Jenner would be like posting her private jet and like what she ate for dinner. And these were all things that like, you know, you'd see on like reality TV and stuff, but like It was so just weirdly personal to see how these celebrities and millionaires and billionaires like actually live their lives. And like there there was this whole world of things that was like new to me that I just didn't even know existed. Like I didn't know what caviar was. I didn't know what Louis Vuitton or Gucci was or anything until I saw all this shit on Instagram. And that is how I think it is for the most part. Like obviously like you can go to the mall and chances are you're going to see like a little old auntie with, like, a Louis Vuitton bag, so you see shit like that, but, like, you're not being exposed to, like, seeing private jets, or caviar, or, like, multi-million dollar mansions in your day-to-day life, that's why social media really, like, spotlights the lives of these rich people in a way that's, like, so ridiculous, and so, like, (laughs) so just what is the word? Like, it's just, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks ass to see. So when I was young, I, I, I saw like, I, I can't remember who, I think it was like DJ Khaled on a Snapchat story and he was eating caviar. And I was very curious. I was like, what is he like making this big deal out of like fish eggs for? Like I've had that on sushi before. And to to be clear, like the caviar that the rich people eat is like the black, like sturgeon fish nut (laughs) that's what it is and then like what's on sushi is like different it's a lot cheaper still a little bit expensive but like uh like the orange like balls that they put on sushi it's like the same thing just from a different fish but for some reason since sturgeon i guess are like harder to catch or something or more rare and scarce that's why it costs so much more like a little jar of caviar will literally cost like two hundred dollars all while tasting like cigarette butts but No, it actually tastes like boba made out of cigarette water. So (laughs) I saw DJ Khaled like eating this caviar and I was like perplexed. I was so just kind of like fascinated with his life. Like I grew up in like a small town in Red Deer. I didn't, I don't think there was like any, there was like one rich person at my school and they weren't like bringing like Gucci flip flops to school or anything. So I had no like knowledge of this. I wouldn't watch reality TV shows. This was just all very new to me. And I was like, whoa, like DJ Khaled is so cool. I want to buy into this lifestyle. How can I, how can I do this? Even though I'm a fucking 14 year old with no job and like gets an allowance from my grandma of like a hundred dollars on my birthday each year so i saved up money god this is so cringe for say i saved up like 50 dollars to get the tiniest little jar of this that i could find in like this one like seafood store 
in my city. And this took like weeks to save up. And it was a mixture of like taking my allowance and also um, uh, there was this website called Swagbucks that I used to go on where you would like do these surveys and get like 20 cents every time you like filled out a survey. And they were like the dumbest things ever. And it, it would literally take like two days to get like $15 and they would pay you in like Amazon gift cards. So I would do these surveys and like they had these other things that you would like download games and like play them for five minutes and they'd like pay you 50 cents or something. It was, (laughs) it was crazy. And I like managed to get like $25 in Amazon gift cards. And then I like traded them to my friend for cash and I was able to buy this caviar and I bought it. And by the way, this was an actual caviar too. This was literally just the stuff you put on like sushi for the most part. And I bought it and I was like, And I, like, took a picture and, like, put it on my Instagram story. And I, and then I just had this moment of clarity. I was like, I just spent, like, half of my allowance and two hours of labor doing surveys for fucking what? And having that experience is why I got so annoyed seeing, like, the flexes of rich people online because... To young, impressionable people, it is so, it's so enticing, especially if you come from not a rich background. You're, like, the idea of becoming rich obviously is something that is so enticing if you don't come from a rich background. So, (coughs) to know that, like, me, myself, was just so easily, like, brainwashed by, like, DJ Khaled... He is millionaire. He eats caviar. If I eat caviar, I can be like DJ Khaled. And like knowing that we're in a time where that is like turned up to the max. Like it's not just DJ Khaled. It's it, it's freaking everywhere. Every celebrity is ba- in some shape or form pretty much like flexing their wealth. Um, even the ones that are like trying fake humble and stuff. They in some form are just like like just going to Erwan like. And I want to, like, address, like, the elephant in the room. Like, I obviously have come, like, out of the financial situations that I used to be in. Um, I Like, I used to work at Bubba Gump. And now I'm super mega famous YouTuber. But, like, having that background and, like, seeing how futile, like, the pursuit of, like, wealth and status symbols like that is. Like, I... I don't ever want to, like, even make that a part of my personality. And I won't lie. There's times when, like, I started blowing up on YouTube and, like, get going from, like, working, like, a minimum wage job to, like, having, like, money, like, a disposable income. It fucks with your head. And it's a very weird thing. And I made purchases that were stupid, dumb as hell. Why do I have a Gucci bucket hat? That's dumb. And it took a while for me to, like, get out of that headspace and, like, realize, like, hey, hey, maybe, like, there's better things to spend money on. Or even better yet, save it. Don't spend it. And thankfully, like, I'm in a place where I don't, I'm not splurging like that anymore. And I look back on, like, even, like, like a year ago, it's it was, like, so gross, like, what I would just, like, buy just because I could. And I'm glad to be, like, just, like, it, 
it, what really broke me out of that like mindset was like that shit doesn't make me happy there's no like happiness to be found in like shopping and spending like if it's clothes i get more enjoyment in like having a fun outfit that was like is like personal maybe i'm like using like an old sweater or like um i was gonna say cutting it up but i've, I've never done that shit i've never <laughs> i've never like remixed my old clothes but like you know just like bringing old clothes like new because i have a lot of like fun like kind of cringe like ironic shirts from like when i was a kid that i like to wear now that are like fun and just like a good old white t-shirt and realizing that like there's no it's it's also just not fun to see like i know if i were to say i bought gucci um freaking gucci car that's a real thing they they made a fucking gucci car say i bought gucci car and put it on my instagram story or like like i know that would upset people so it's like why would i do that and i know that would upset me because i would eventually realize damn why did i just buy a gucci car so i'm glad that i was like able to get out of that headspace but it's just so crazy to me to see people who like just solely exist to flex like that is like what brings them the most joy and i don't know where that comes from there's got to be like a psychological evaluation that can be done on why celebrities do that like like what if you're a celebrity we know you're a celebrity like you don't need to prove it by being like in my lambo (laughs) in my porsche like going to Arawat, like shit like that you don't need to like it's it's known you look at kylie jenner you're not thinking oh she looks poor today like no we know she's a billionaire so i i don't know i really wish i had like an answer for why they keep like what oh oh what really grinded my gears was when like kylie jenner posted like the picture of like her and travis scott um like posing in front of their 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 private jets being like should we take mine or yours never have i wanted a plane to crash more so what what guys i didn't say that um (laughs) like that's crazy because it it, that's why it you, you know examples like that are so evident to me that like pursuing wealth and status symbols like that is like a never-ending void that you can never fill because if you're kylie jenner and you're still feeling the need to flex on instagram there's something wrong with the whole the whole concept of it there's no happiness to be found because you can be one of the richest and most famous people in the world and still feel like you need to flex more and there isn't even a need for flexing. There, there's truly no need to show off things just for the sake of them being expensive. Like, that's that's really what it comes down to. Um, so I want to hear your thoughts about this. Please comment them. But before we wrap this up, let me read some of y'all's drama. All right, this drama comes from uh, Pointless324. And by the way, if you want me to read your drama on an episode of drama mama just comment it down below and i will read it um they said 
I have this really close friend who I've known for years, but for about a year, I'm always the one who wants to call, text, and make plans every single time. I've tried to talk to them about this, but they said you were being dramatic. I don't know what to do. I think I might have talked about this before, but I literally had a friendship breakdown for this exact reason before. Like I was putting in literally all the effort and I would get nothing back. And like if I just stopped FaceTiming or texting them, they would never FaceTime and text me. And I tried that and then the friendship fell apart. And I think people act like this for like a few different reasons. One of them could be that you might start the friendship by being the one putting in the most effort and they get kind of comfortable not having to put in the effort, but the friendship just keeps going because you're carrying it. And the second you drop it, it falls apart. So I think that's like kind of one reason, which sucks. Like it's not, it's not fair. Um, and the other reason might just be they're a shitty friend and they think that they can just like have it keep going, have the friendship keep going and they don't really care if it falls apart or not. So that's why they're not putting in effort. Like, I don't think that it's always a conscious decision when people just decide to not put an effort into a friendship. Like, like I said, they might just be too comfortable, but other times it might be conscious. They might just like think, okay, well, I'll, I'll let it fizzle out. So people like that aren't like actual friends to begin with. And if they're not putting effort, it's worth a conversation, but it's not the kind of thing you can force. Like you can't force someone to put in effort. You can maybe like make them realize like, oh, I've been being a shitty friend. And then maybe through their own will, they'll be able to, you know, be a good old, a good old goober again. But I'm sorry, that sucks. And I know how, how annoying and awkward it is to deal with that, but hang in there. Um, and with that all being said, Hope y'all enjoy this episode. I'll see you next Wednesday. Same place. Same time. Uh, rate this podcast five stars on Spotify if you haven't already. And please subscribe um, to the YouTube channel with post notifications on if you so choose. And please. And I love you. And I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.